So, I am recording this. If my voice sounds a little weird, uh, I'm recording this at 11.40. It's quarter to 12, basically, p.m. This is literally going to go up in like eight hours. And I just got back from Market Lane. And wow, it's a party over there. So let's talk about that Italia game. Now, for a little bit of context, we should be talking about... Ah, we should talk about uh, the Spinazzola injury. Actually, I might. There we go. That should be better. Let's talk about the Spinazzola, Spinazzola injury that happened and kind of messed Italy up. This is a big player that Italy was missing. He's a huge playmaker. He's been great defensively. He's a big part of this team. And uh, he was out. He tore his Achilles in the last game against uh, against Belgium, which I didn't even get to watch, to be honest with you, because I was at work. But tears his Achilles against Belgium. He's done. He's going to be out for six months. So he's going to even be missing the start of the Serie A season, I think, until November. No, sorry, December. He's out. Emerson comes in. Emerson actually played well, if you ask me. I like the way he played. He played a good game. He comes up for Toloi, but it was a, you know, I should probably watch the highlights again, but no goals in the first half. Uh, Spain was dominating a lot. Spain, basically, I'm going to say dominated this entire match. The possession by the end of the match was, I think, 65 to 35 Spain. And a team with a team having the ball that much shouldn't have lost this game but a lot of the shots that they were taking were missing than that italy we're getting a lot more shots on target than spain was i gotta put that up well there goes my there goes the sound uh what else yeah but uh it was 60 minutes into the game a full hour into the game like time wise chiesa goes in and he just scores a beautiful curler. Madonna, what a goal that was. That was an incredible goal. He got uh, it was he got star of the match again. That's my boy Chiesa, who I was saying is going to be on the back of this jersey and the back of that Juve jersey because he has really impressed me this year. I've really enjoyed watching him. He was great, as usual. Uh, there were times that... So, Berardi was supposed to come in, or Berardi was being substituted on. Which I'm pretty sure it was for Chiesa. Because without the ball, he wasn't looking as good. But he was still playing well. Why is this thing shaking? Just because of that? I guess because of that. Let me move this wire. Uh, let's do it like that. But without the without the ball, Chiesa wasn't looking as good as he can. So Berardi was about to come on as Berardi was warming up. Chiesa goes and scores that goal. So there was no way you're going to be taking Chiesa off after that. Berardi comes on for... It was Immobile. Immobile goes off. He had a... I'm going to say he, he had a pretty shit game. He wasn't making the runs like he was before. He wasn't making the runs like he was against... Um, he wasn't making the runs like he was doing in the group stage. I don't know if you start him. Like, do you bench him for the last game? Do you start Belotti over him? That's the big question. But Immobile didn't have that good of a game. I felt like he hasn't had that good of a game for... 
the last two. I, like, I didn't really watch the Belgium game. I watched the highlights. I didn't watch the entire game. But even against Austria, he didn't look as good. I'm telling you this. i like be honest with you. If it weren't for Chiesa in, these la- in the knockout stages, I don't think that Italy is scoring a lot of the goals that they were. Chiesa has been a big part of that offense, of the offense of, of Italy. And he's just been fantastic. I know it's also a bias, but... He is the future of Italy. But, anyways, Insigne goes into the striker position, center forward position, I guess you could say more was. Oh, my God. Uh, Then, I want to say it was about 25 minutes later, Morata gets a beautiful through ball. He's basically alone on Donnarumma. Donnarumma's going to have a hard time stopping that. Morata ties the game with, I want to say it was like seven minutes left. Nobody scores in those seven minutes. We go to extra time. Nothing really happens in those extra times. It was stressful to say the least. I thought I, thought I was going to be dying of a heart attack. To be honest with you, I thought I was going to be pull, You know, I thought I was going to be pulling the um, or I thought I was going to be um. Come to Kiama, come to Dich. I thought I was going to be you know doing the Bonavola tradition of having a heart attack too early. But we leave extra time and we go to pens. First shot, look at Tully misses. And wow, that was a bad, it was a nice save. That was a beautiful save. Which Locatelli has been rumored has it's it's looking more and lo- more and more likely Locatelli's gonna be coming to Juve because he wants to come to Juve. He grew up a Juventino. I'm happy. I lo- I really want him. Like he's my top target for the summer. Missed that shot still. It is what it is. And then What's his name? Uh, Olmo, Olmo, who has been who this entire game. Olmo was probably the the man of the match. If you ask me, uh, if it wasn't for Chiesa scoring that goal, Olmo should have gotten that uh, man of the match. But he was on the losing side, so I can see why that happened. He played fantastic every time he had the ball. There was just no way that you the like you had to tackle him, like fully football tackle him off of the ball. You had to risk getting a yellow card to get this kid off of the ball. Goes up and he looked like he was Justin Tucker, like scoring a field goal. Skyrocketed past the net. Well, I want to say Justin Tucker because Justin, if it was soccer, I'm trying to say that he shot the ball like over the net. Missed the shot, so it's still 0 0 going into the second round of the shootout. And then it was, who was it? I think it was Belotti. Who is up next? Belotti scores. Next Spain player scores. And then I think it was Bonucci who comes up. Bonucci scores. Beautiful. Ben, Ben. Next up, I think it was... It wasn't Morata. Another Spanish player comes. I, I'll be honest with you. I'll talk about it after the Spanish team. But Morata... Uh, not, then another Spanish player comes up. Scores. So it's still 2-2. Bonucci comes up. And Bonucci's been great. There was always a philosophy that my dad had when it comes to penalty shots. Let the defenders shoot because they don't think. They don't overthink where they're going to go. They just shoot the ball and it goes in. Bonucci goes up to the line, shoots, scores. Beautiful goal. Ben. Next up, Morata. No. I don't remember. It was another player. Scores. And then it's Bernadeschi. Bernadeschi. 
goes up, shoots, scores. Okay, Italy's got the lead again. All it, all they need is a save. Morata goes up, and it seemed like it was the easiest save Donnarumma could have ever made. Makes it. So now Spain needs to have a save to stay alive in this game. Jorginho comes up, who I learned it was Chelsea's top uh, penalty shot scorer. Goes up. Beautiful goal. Slow shot goes in. And that's it. Moving to the finals. We had Doria moving to the finals. Now, they just got to wait to see what happens. Uh, well, the episode is going to be coming out on Wednesday. So today, we got to see what happens with Denmark. And then, it's the finals on Sunday. That's going to be an exciting time. It's going to be an exciting game. Italy making the European finals for the third time in... Or sorry, for the second time in three tournaments. If you don't remember, last year or the last tournament, it was 2016. They had a shit team. Which, I don't know how they made it to the quarters. Made it to the corners, lost to Germany in penalty shots. But the, the tournament before, so four years uh, four years before, they made the, the Euro Cup final in 2012. After getting knocked out in the group stage. It's weird, Italy with the Euro Cup. It seems that they do better in the Euro Cup than the World Cup, despite the fact that I think the Euro Cup is a harder tournament than the World Cup, if you ask me. And that's something I'll talk about, maybe, if anything, next week. When I do like the final Euro Cup episode, because Sunday is the final game. So, Sunday, July 11th, I think it's going to be at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We're going to be having the Euro Cup finals. We know Italy's in it, and I'm very happy about it. Clearly, I'm tired because I just came back from celebrating the win down, uh, down in Woodbridge. We just got to wait to see if it's going to be England or Denmark, which I'm surprised that Denmark's even made it this far. Good for that. Excuse me. Good for them, especially with the whole Christian Eriksen thing. I would like to see Denmark go through. Like, yeah, I can say that is because it's an easier opponent. But at the same time, Denmark, they're the underdogs. The whole Christian Eriksen thing, it would be nice to see them in the finals. I doubt that's going to happen. I think it's going to be England going to the finals. I'm not going to make a finals prediction because... Anytime I make a prediction, if you, in case you forgot about what happened with my Packers this year and the Toronto Maple Leafs, both teams did shit. So we're not going to make a finals prediction. Uh, so yeah, what was I going to talk about now? The, Sp- the Spanish team, I noticed, this, I noticed this with the Spanish team this year, watching the game. I didn't really watch any other games other than the Italy games. There were some games that I watched, like the French, the France games, because they're a fun team to watch. I like watching Germany, the Germany games. Really, any games that I can catch when I was when I was free and just wanted to watch soccer. But one thing I noticed for the first time is this Spanish team is strange. I don't know what it is. They all, I guess, it's because. Oh my God! Excuse me. I don't know, seeing no Xavi, no Iniesta, no Xavi Alonso, no Sergio Ramos, no PK. Like, Sergio Ramos surprised me the most. PK too. Sergio Ramos and PK too. Like, P- like no Sergio Ramos, no PK. David De Gea wasn't in, it hasn't been, didn't play, if I'm not mistaken. Despite the fact that uh, Unai, whatever his name is, Unai, the Spanish goalkeeper that was in that, he let in a blunder. I don't know why he didn't start 
for Spain. It was just strange to see. You got guys like Pedro gone. I get it. That's how sports work. But it's just like everybody on the. Uh, it's like everybody left it at once. Like Sergio Ramos, he could still play. I'm pretty sure David De Gea can still play at like what age thirty. <coughs> I have no voice left. But like there are some guys that are missing, and it's just weird that they were just gone. They're not there. Sergio Ramos, I get it. He left Real Madrid, but. That doesn't mean that, oh, well, I got some stuff on my leg. Cool. I don't know. Woodbridge was fun. It was the first time I went down to Market Lane after a win. Uh, the last game, it was the, what was it, the Belgium game? The Belgian, Belgium game. When Italy beat Belgium, uh, we went down to St. Clair. We went down to College Street first. And then we went down to St. Clair. It was cool. Not it was, By the time we went down there, it, like a lot of the people left. We went down there at, I want to say, 7.30. And we were down there, I want to say, till like 9.30. It was going, and I'm pretty sure it's still pump, bumping. It's 11.54. I'm pretty sure the people are still partying over there. If you couldn't, have, if you couldn't make it to... Uh, a party in Market Lane, man. I feel bad for you because that was a fun experience. It's like 2000s. It felt like 2006 for me. In case you weren't able to experience 2006, I'll try and describe to you what it was like. I was six years old when Italy won the World Cup. I didn't know anything in life basically. All I knew was soccer and girls. Somehow, I was six years old. When I was six years old, when Italy won the won the World Cup, I saw my first shirtless girl. I didn't see that today, but I had the same high of just being at Saint Clair. That made no sense what I was talking about. I'm just so tired. I just wanted to say that I saw a shirtless girl when I was six years old, and that's basically forged me into the man I am today. But being down at Market Lane today, it was it was nice. It reminded me of 2006 all over again. St. Clair hasn't been the same. You know, years and years go by. St. Clair just isn't the way it used to be. It's not full of Italians anymore. Now everybody just goes down to Market Lane to do what they got, to do the partying, whatever. It was really fun. Saw my cousins down there. So that was fun. Uh, saw some friends. Did the tarantella. It was like the best tarantella I've ever done in my life. They were playing Qatari and that was what I was doing. I was singing Julia the whole time. Then I was also singing uh, L'Italiano. What else was I singing? I wanted to play Azzurro by Adriano Celentano. But my friends don't like the music that I play a lot of the time. So I feel like I got to be careful with the music selection. Even though it's a beautiful song, Azzurro. And perfect, it fits perfectly. But don't worry, you know Sunday if any if it happens, I'll play that song. But yeah. Also, I hope you guys like my my Juve jersey collection. In case you didn't know, I have more. Fun fact: I actually have more Juve jerseys than I have Leaf jerseys, which is nuts. But at the same time, not really because Juve jersey because soccer jerseys are a little bit more cheaper than than hockey jerseys. But at the same time. I've also been collecting these jerseys for a lot longer. These are just the ones that I don't even think this one fits me really anymore. 
but these are more of the ones that fit me that look fine hanging up because they're not tiny but yeah uh, i think that's gonna be it for this week because i'm tired and i gotta do this editing and i gotta get this episode out by eight o'clock but yeah that's all for this week uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Bonavora. Follow the podcast at Leading the Pack Pod. You can follow my Twitter at Bonavora underscore with a capital B. And then we will see you next Tuesday when we will know who wins the Euro Cup. For Tazuri, buonanotte. E ci vediamo a martedì. Lunedì, martedì, yeah. e ci vediamo martedì. Ciao.